What's in the queue? 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 Are you ready to taste this whatever wine that you have selected that you're most excited for us to try together at the exact same time that we're not going to cheat and drink ahead before the other one gets to try it? Yes. (laughs) And sip. (laughs) I have to edit that. Oh, God. (sighs) Delicious. It is. It actually, it is. It's a really good blueberry Moscato. (laughs) Hey, um, so I did some math last week and, um, you know how like we're getting back into cults month. Um, did you know that it's been 13 months since we did cult month, cults month? So I humbly petition that in the future, uh, cults month just happens 13 months from the last cults month. Okay. All right. Welcome to Cults Month on What's in the Queue with Krishana and Emily. Or as she would like to now be called, Coffington. Yes. Hello, Coffington. (laughs) (laughs) Editing last week's episode was. Awful. It was terrible. It was awful. We it was it was like forty five minutes of audio that took me an hour and a half to get through because every seven minutes I had to cough. Yeah. And I still sound like a really sexy grandma right now. <laughs> like I've I sound like I have spent the last forty years smart smoking Marlboro Reds, no filters, obviously. Um, and like eating bacon every day. Like that's what I feel like I sound like right now. Man, I hope that I can at least go another 40 years with smoking and eating bacon. I mean, I don't see why not with modern medicine. And as long as uh, our place of employment doesn't go tits up, you've got great medical insurance. (laughs) You know, I mean, I uh, used to live in an apartment and there was an older gentleman that lived in my same building and he had the uh, trach whole the tracheotomy yeah 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 this fool smoked out of that and yeah, i'm like it's a ready-made hole for smoking. man you're hardcore is that not what they make that for ain't nothing gonna hold you back <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i wasn't I, and then i started thinking about it i'm like well if you're at the age that he was um and you already got that probably from smoking uh-huh. Might as well just keep going at that point. Right? I, I think that's how my mom feels. Because, like, my mom's had a heart attack and mm-hmm. three stints and, like, has really bad blood pressure. And she's like, yeah, but, I mean, why give up bacon? Right. And I'm like, I mean, because, you know, you could die. Yeah. And she's like, but bacon. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Bacon. Right. <laughs> the husband invented his own potato salad this weekend. I'm sorry, what? Yes. Um, and as I was enjoying it, I was like, this needs bacon. I'm like, bacon bits, cook the bacon. I don't care, but it needs bacon in it. And it would be like. I did see a fantastic, uh, Buzzfeed recipe scrolling through Instagram today where you make like a fully loaded mashed potato. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You take a wad of the mashed potato, you wrap it around a a Monterey Jack cheese stick, and then deep fry it. Ooh. mm, mm. (laughs) Yeah. We are now going to have a cooking (laughs) podcast. Yeah, yeah. Forget the paranormal podcast. Forget cults. We're talking about cooking. Henceforth. Yeah. Yeah. What's on the stove? It's burning. Run! (laughs) Uh, That would be my episode. Okay. What happened? Why is the rice still hard? <laughs> Actually, I take that back. I am excellent at making rice. Okay. Everybody's got to be good at something. Yeah, and I'm rice. I can't. I'm not. I'm actually not very good at rice. I always overcook it. See, so. and I learned the Hawaiian way to so make you rice. Learned the right way. Like where it's like totally eyeballing the water to rice ratio. Ugh. And then timing it just right on the stove as to when you turn the heat off. Oh my. Let the rest of it cook out. Yeah. All right. Hey. You're welcome. Thanks. I can make you rice. Please do. Often. Yeah, it's delicious. So, <clears throat> we are going to kick off Colts Month with a cult that we haven't talked about before. We haven't talked about, I'm going to say this group before because. After watching this documentary, I'm not sure they're a cult. This is going to be a good discussion. Who are we talking about tonight? We are talking about Heaven's Gate, the untold story. So this one is available uh, with Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Um, it actually, it it came out in 1999. Yeah. Which, um, well, let's quickly go through what happened in 1997, because as I have found out, apparently not everyone in the world knows about every single cult that has ever happened, um, because I had two people that I consider very knowledgeable individuals not know about Heaven's Gate. Right. Uh, so basically, this moment, uh, March... 26, 1997 is when the country or world first hears about Heaven's Gate. Um, and on that day, 39 people were found in a home on a ranch, um, all wearing the same uh, windbreaker outfit, uh, same shoes, practically the same haircut, all lying on mattresses dead yes in a mass suicide yeah yeah because i 97 i would have i would turn 14 that october so i would have been 13 in march yeah um i distinctly remember this 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 was one of those uh um like watch it on the today show watch it on the evening news because because my family definitely watch the evening news every night at dinner like that's just what we we ate our dinner to the evening news and then wheel of fortune like that's just what we did right so like i distinctly remember how scary this Mm -hmm. was to me as a teenager to think that you would at that time what i would call throw your life away Mm -hmm. um i don't know the more the more i learn about this group i don't i don't know i don't really feel like I don't really feel like they threw their lives away. So I thought I knew about this cult. Sure. Uh, And after watching this, which, by the way, this is a low budget 
It's um, not low budget. It's 90s. 90. It's still kind of low budget. Yeah. Oh, I felt it very refreshing to watch a documentary that didn't have excessive drone cam footage. Right. Of like gorgeous mountains and trees and stuff. I kind of liked. Right. I kind of liked not having that. Yeah. What is that? Um. And but the the richness of this documentary is all the footage shot by the people in heaven's gate well and the access to former members yeah or current what so i I mean they're not currently in this particular class of heaven's gate but i mean oh okay there's so much word vomit i have right now um if you do want a super super well-researched, um, authenticated deep dive into Heaven's Gate. Go listen to last podcast on the left. Yeah. Um, they've got like a three or four parter on it. Very like it, they did that one after they had started actually researching stuff and not just like bullshitting their way through an hour's worth of a podcast. (laughs) Um, so like I knew, I knew a lot about Heaven's Gate coming into this. What I didn't expect in this documentary was how much access we would have to the home videos, to former members, to such firsthand uh, experiences for those who did not leave this planet with the rest right. of them. Yeah. Right. I mean, to me, I remember getting the images of everyone's Nike shoes. Yes, that's, that's in my um, head. And uh, Marshall Applewhite, who uh, was the leader, one yeah. half of the leadership. Yeah. Um, he was their, their, their elder, yeah. basically. Um, and I remember a comet and UFOs. And that's it. That's it. Well, so I, I mean, thought these were like UFO worshiping people that were like, we're hitching a ride on the comet. And that's, but that's it. Like, that was, and that's that was just the surface yeah, edge of it though that's yeah that's the surface patina of it definitely yeah so but i thought it was just like they were super into worshiping ufos and sure. that we are aliens and stuff like that so i was just Got like cool, cool 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 uh because if you go check out an image of marshall applewhite um a lot of the images are of his very bugged out eyes he had very light colored eyes which and, i like and but. he's got like Everyone, if if you do know about Heaven's Gate, you always have that one shot of him in front, like talking to a camera, like lecturing, giving a lecture with the TV behind him. But since the camera is on him and the TV, you, you just get that in that uh, infinite the, the infinite image of him going off into the distance, uh, and it he does he does look crazy mm-hmm. in it, depending on what part of the sentence he's in. Right. Uh, he looks like the crazy cult leader, and like that's that's the me- that's the media spin on it, right? You know, because that's the easiest story to tell, <clears throat> right? Um, so basically, uh, our filmmaker Sergio Myers uh, was granted total access to the archives from the UFO UFO cult Heaven's Gate. Um, by the survivors of the cult after mass suicide took 39 members on March 26, 1997. This program provides an inside view of who they were and what they believed, the world they saw, and how they died. Now, see how they live. I read that wrong. The world saw how they died. Now see how they lived. 
So, so we're going to go in our way back machine to like, let's say 1975. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like 72 to, to 75 were the, were the good years, <laughs> I would say. Um, hold on. Because, okay. Here's the thing. I don't like documentaries that start here, go back here, come back up here, go back here. Because it's harder for me to take notes. Okay. Well, so. Uh, okay. So where where we can start to tell you about this documentary, we can start back in uh, basically 1972. Around that time, Marshall Applewhite, uh, Applewhite, known as Herf at the time, and Bonnie Lou Nettles, they began a platonic bestie friendship. Yeah. Um, at that time, Marshall had come out of a divorce from his wife, um, had really thrown himself into the gay lifestyle, which he had been shunning for most of his adulthood because he just, he wasn't comfortable with his own sexuality. And honestly, if the culture you're raised in tells you that you're wrong for feeling that way, I get it. I get it. Which I kind of take that little tidbit of information with like a grain of salt because... It, where did it say that besides a dude? Oh, sure. You know, I'm like, okay, all right, okay. I mean, like, I, I've heard it in other sources. Have you? Other than this documentary. All right, cut that out then. That's okay. No, cut it out. Or I'll do it for you. No, that's not a good threat because you'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, oh, Bonnie Lou, you want to talk about Bonnie Lou? So, uh, Basically, Bonnie, uh, she was a nurse, um, and basically she was into the new age lifestyle. Right. Um, you know, all your Crystals everything. and incense yeah. and, um, uh, you know, channeling spirits and, 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 and all that. Um, she then believed a man would come into her life um, to help further um, that path that she was on. Um, so basically they met up, sparks flew in a platonic way, um, and they realized that they were the two witnesses, uh, in, in the book of Revelations. Yes. Um, have you read Revelations? I try not to. It's a trip. Yes. I listened to last podcast. Tell me about it. Yes. Well, I mean, raised Catholic, so read it. Um, uh, I successfully blocked all that out of my brain. That's fine. Yeah. Basically, what happens in the book of Revelation is um, there are two witnesses that are supposed to, I mean, not to be facetious, witness <laughs> Armageddon happen, right? And yeah. at the end, they will be murdered and resurrected three days later. Uh, they got onto this philosophical, um, let's call wormhole, where they decided that Jesus uh, was martyred, resurrected three days later, uh, because he was from the next evolutionary kingdom of humanity. He was basically yeah. he was basically like a level up from all the humans around him. All the humans around him could not fathom that, and so. Jesus coming from that higher kingdom down to earth to try to harvest souls for God the Father. How crazy do I look right now? Right. Okay. But, but like, I mean, like, I get it. 
I when you read it enough, it makes sense. Okay. Right. Okay. Listen. So I get I get the leap because if you're like, I'm buying into this Bible, Jesus, and I believe this stuff. Right. The church. But, the church told me that Jesus died on the cross, was buried, resurrected three days later, forty days, fifty days after that. Nope, forty days after that, went to uh, heaven, was ascended full body into heaven. Which right. they said happened in a spaceship. Right. So now they are here. They have entered in the vehicle, which is the human body. Yes. And they are here to uh, try again. They are they are Jesus here again. Right. To retry and harvest these souls to leave their vehicle, hitch a ride on the UFO to go back. Uh, or to go up to right. their next vehicle of that path in that kingdom. Right. To the next kingdom. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, by, ni- by 1972, they had realized that they were the two witnesses. They started traveling all around the country. Um, they made a bit of a scuffle in Oregon um, in 1975. Yes. 1975- they convinced 20-ish some 20. people to follow them from a campground um, from where they were having their meetings. And, like, got, like all of these people were like, I have found my new Messiah. I'm following you till the end of my days. Let me write a quick postcard to mom and dad. Mom and dad, I love you. I'm not coming back. I'm about to ascend. Right. I mean, they left their children. They left everything. Everything. Um, but... They had gone through a phase of uh, being called Bo and Peep. Yes. Um, and then they went to T and Doe. Right. And that would be the names that they would stick with un- until their, until the end. Yeah. Um, so, Rob Blach, as I like to say his last name. That batch? Blach. Okay. Um, he is a sociology professor. I'm using air quotes. This dude intrigued me because he was like I you know was checking these people out and I thought they were super interesting so I wanted to go undercover and see what this thing was about yeah no you joined Um, you're there do you remember last week with our April Fool's episode (laughs) and the FBI agent went to go get the and he joined (laughs) he joined he joined Definitely joined. He de- I mean, you can hear the way he talks about all of this. He is not looking at this group of people as subject material or something even interesting. He's looking at them like his family. Yeah, he definitely lost his third party objectivity. <laughs> um. So by the t- okay, so they've got their they've got a, a group of followers. Um. They started. They started working in in what they called a classroom setting Mm -hmm. and basically they don't go into this in the documentary but i i know what they're doing during that time do do, uh would you do you want to know um i think the best way to describe it is they were playing philosophical dungeons and dragons like in their heads like they were having they like I don't want to shit on it, all right? I don't want to shit on it. But it's like it's like they were having mental spiritual battles with the influences around them. And uh, 
they, there's this thing that they call in like just like the vehicle is the body there are these influences which are are like uh spirit guides yeah. that hang around you that tell you how you feel about things right and they were they were paired up um with other members and this part you know this part of it kind of seemed a little scientology to me you know where you're like, I, I don't like this about you, and I don't like this about myself, and we don't like this about each other, and they have to, like, go through it over and over, break it down, get rid of it until they like each other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a little little confusing. I wish it would have explained it a little bit more in this documentary, having firsthand people in it. Yeah. Um. Well, and especially some of the... some Yeah, because some of the former members that they have in there were in the group for 15 to 20 years. Right. That that ended up leaving the group before the group exited. Um, gosh. Um, uh, so they, they had to keep um, somewhat of a low profile. Um, so uh, T and Doe would, or do, Doe? Doe. Doe. <laughs> like tea. I know. A drink. Doe. Doe. Yeah. yeah. So they started um, sending out messages to the members in the form of like, hey, go to like this location and something will be there and it'll be like a pack of bread and a fruit pie and they have to look at these items and figure out what message T and Doe are trying to send them to further them along on their path. Yeah, and the documentary maker the documentary called uh called that a way of having like plausible deniability in right. case the people did something wrong or something right. like that. Like T like T and Doe couldn't be blamed for the actions of the members of the group. I don't I don't know. I don't get it because I, get I mean they they show this moment of them in like this van and they literally have like a loaf of bread and he's like looking at it oh, well it's heavy like just yeah. totally like what can i pull out of this piece of bread to make some message right from t and Del? Um, like what if the they saw like kill everyone yeah <laughs> like, right i mean but t and Del didn't tell him to do it right um so all the this the whole classroom setting the traveling around the country and um like really having your spiritual battle and and preparing yourself to to exit the the vehicle that you are in right now to get ready for the next kingdom that goes on for almost almost a decade mm-hmm. uh, until 1984 and T dies from right. cancer whoops now, yeah it did kind of put a little bit of a wrench into Applewhite's message. Can- cancer does mess up a lot of cults. Yeah. Like, things are going along great for the cult leader. Right. Total control. Lots of wealth, typically. Not in this case. They're living forever or some crap, sure. and then they die of cancer. Right. <sighs> and that messes the whole thing up. It, well, but not not for, yeah, not, not for Applewhite. Like, yeah. Applewhite figures out that... T left her vehicle, air yeah. quotes, left her vehicle uh, for the next stage of evolution. Um, yeah, and, because her mission here was done. Right. Her mission here, her her mission here was done. Mm-hmm. Um, his new mission now was to um, spend his time uh, ministering and recruiting. Yep. And they, they, 
they even tried to get like on the internet, like because this is this is the dawn of the World Wide Web uh-huh. and the WWWs, and they had no response on the internet. No, nothing. No, and I listen. I get it. That algorithm is hard to crack. <laughs> it's hard to get views. It's hard especially to get clicks. Especially then. Especially then, because you only had like a hundred thousand people on the internet. And nobody knew how to do the internet. And nobody knew how to do the internet. What is this thing? You're right. It's making all these noises, so it's I a, turned it off. It's a fad. I it's a fad. <laughs> pulled up a YouTube video of a modem connecting mm-hmm. because I asked I asked the kids about it, mm-hmm. and they were like, I don't know what this is. I'm like, okay, well, this is what I had to listen to if I wanted to get on the internet. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it wouldn't do it the first time, so then and you had to do it again. sometimes your mom would pick up the phone. Oh, mom. Yes. Um, yeah. So basically from 84 to 94, um, you know, he, uh, Doe was trying to get more people for the harvest, which using the word harvest bothered me the whole time. Really? Because to me, you know, like harvesting your crops, but like harvesting bodies, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, see, okay. And again, Raised Catholic. Yeah. So, like, you know, I got the whole indoctrination of, like, separating the wheat from the chaff and the ewes uh, from the right. the goats. And, you know, like, I I grew up with it, so it made it made sense to me. Oh, it totally made sense. But yeah. just knowing, like, well, we're all going to die at the end of this, you know, harvesting the bodies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Harvesting the souls. I must get all the souls. That's fair. Um, That's just where my mind goes. That's fair. So, in 94... Um, uh, Doe closes, you know, announces that the harvest is yet again closed. Um, but, 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 oh, frick. Keep talking. Um, basically, once, once they decided that the last harvest was closed, um, they, they, they were, um, they had been down to 12 members. They had gotten a, they had got like 30 some members to join d- mm-hmm. during that last recruitment period. Um, but even as hard up for people and I mean not financially stable, uh, traveling all around the country, they still had the most chillaxed exit policy for members I have ever seen in a spiritual group. Right. Uh- and I wanted to save, like, towards the end, the difference between this cult and most other cults. Sure. That's some pretty chill cult, except for the end part. Pretty chill cult. It, well, even then. Even the end part even was pretty then, chill. Even the end part was still pretty chill. We'll get there. Um, No, but, like, uh, we talk, we meet two, two, three or four members who left, Um, what one left for six weeks yeah. But before left, their exit. came back, left, one, came yeah, back. Yeah, one guy was able to leave and come back several times. One guy was only there for a couple months, and he was like, uh, I remember sitting there in class one day, in the classroom one day, and I kept getting these influences that told me Herf was just like full of full of baloney, and I couldn't figure out where this, this idea was coming from. And... And he's like, he's like, Herf even, or uh, Dote looked at me and I could tell he knew. And I'm like, well, I mean, you probably had a weird look on your face, but like, whatever. But like, listening to how he remembers Doe sitting him down 
and just being like, hey, look, I mean, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, that, that's okay. Like, we want what's best for you. Right. Right. Um, so, Doe had um, miss. Uh, misannounced their time for departure a few times. Sure. Oh, yeah. That that block between uh, like 75 to 94, they had spent the entire time looking for signs of the spaceship coming. Right. Um, so in 97, uh, the Hale-Bob comet was making its way through our friendly skies. And yeah. uh, Doe was like, well, shit, there it is. There it is. <laughs> it's right It's it's right there, guys. Found like, it. Oh, snap, it is. So that was their indicator that this was the end. It is time for us to depart from our vehicles, um, which they, they, they say that over and over. Um, but yeah, the body is, is a vehicle. Yes. Which I'm like, okay, if you believe you have a soul or a spirit, this Kinda. is your vehicle. This yeah. is the temporary form of yourself um i wish i should have brought this book i i'm reading the um i think it's pronounced the upanishads it's basically it's 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 hin it's hindu philosophy okay. basically and it's it's um it was it's a collection of writings from the sages um uh, from hindu culture like for the last several thousand years uh-huh. right and one one of the reoccurring themes within that philosophy system is the idea that you have a true self. Right. And that self is part of a oneness with everything living. With everything. Right. Everything. And so, like, this is where I kind of stopped looking at Heaven's Gate as a cult and and saw it for the spiritual group that it saw itself as. Right. Because I can see... I can see the true self. I can see that soul. I can see that little spark that is the oneness of all existence. Like, I see it. I get it. Right. Right? Right. And and if you think on most major religions... A lot of them have that. We have this thing that makes us who we are, and that's why we're individuals. We're not all the same. We don't act the same, look the same, think the same. We're different. And that is our thing, that once this body dies that goes somewhere right and that's where they all differ where it goes and what happens right um so the problem that heaven's gate was running into is they had spent the last two decades trying to figure out when it was time to exit would they physically walk up the ramp onto a spaceship which would be cool super cool cool for it let's do it yeah get in you have a spaceship in your notes right now um, or would they need to, as they say, exit their vehicles? Right. Would you have to assist the shedding of this vehicle? Right. Right. Um, so uh, basically the last recording um, of the group, um, everybody's dressed in their black windsuits. Um, they, like I said, they all have basically the same super fabulous haircut. It remind the video reminded me of the press conferences that astronauts have before they take off. Yeah. It, yes. it's, it's all of them sitting in a row and they all get named and they all get recognized. And, and uh, that is the video of Marshall Applewhite with the, the, inf- the infinity right. going on behind him. Yes. Like that, that is that video. Yes. And what you see basically is, 
everyone's saying like, I'm not dead. I'm not, I'm not dying. dying. This is just my vehicle that you will see that's going to deteriorate and, you know, cease to move. <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like, you know, my, I'm my, happy. Like everyone was smiling. Like they were so like happy. so jazzed to go. Uh, not in this documentary. Yeah. But. The night before they started the exit mm-hmm. process, um, they all went out for dinner. They all had chicken pot pie. And the restaurant that they went to, like, the the wait staff was like, yeah, we just thought they were celebrating, like, a retirement or a birthday or something. Like, they were just, they were the happiest people. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, the, the video that they show, it, it's, it's, it's almost like everyone's last will and testament video but, yeah. but it is very much like you know i'm i'm so happy with the choices that i've made i don't feel like anyone looks drugged up or coerced or strung out or anything like not not some of them look a little wild-eyed but they are all like i'm ready to do this this yes. is what we've been doing this for 21 years their zealotry has maintained them to the end yes. yeah um so Basically, uh, what they did was um, they mixed up some phenobarbital um, with their applesauce or pudding. Um, I believe they also put it in the vodka. Uh, They chased it with vodka. Um, So they, you know, they had themselves a little cocktail. Yeah. uh, Laid down on their mattresses throughout this whole house. Yep. Um, they also did put a, uh, bag or shroud or whatever there, over their There was head. a purple cloth that was yeah. draped over heads and shoulders. Um, the, the whole process took three days, uh, and they, they did it in waves. And, um, I don't know who the last person was. I, I was a little sad that they didn't name the members yeah. who Lost, exited. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Who left their vehicles. Because, like, they, the documentary names all the former members but i kind of expected them like as as that last video was was going yeah. through i kind of expected some names and stuff like that yeah and maybe they didn't have permission from family members or something that's true, that's true. I, I don't know i don't know um R- rio is one of the former members uh he was the last one to leave the group six weeks before the exit he is the first one to get a fedex package right uh from himself Addressed to himself from himself. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Um, But obviously he didn't actually send all this to himself. And basically he got a letter. He got a video camera um, with his instructions uh, that, you know, they were all leaving their vehicles and you are to go in by this day and go check on some things. Right. And record it all. Right. Tell tell our story. Yeah. Um, and he does. And he does. Okay. Uh, I, I will say. Was that the actual video? Did they yes. put a sepia tone on? Or, yes. or was that a reenactment? I believe it was the actual video because okay. it was a lot of like cut fast. Like, so they don't actually don't want actually us show to really bodies. see us. Yeah. Well, and it's not because, oh my, that's all I remember from yes. being a kid like is the bunk how beds. much the news kept playing the same footage of the same Nikes over and over and over and over again like yeah it's a lot of dead bodies 39 of them yeah 39 yeah and you can tell rio is very much well uh, all of the former in 1997 and yeah 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 (laughs) very much there because he talks about as he's walking up 
um, with his camera recording all of this. You know, he's like, oh, my vehicle has a weak stomach. I'm like, oh, okay, buddy. Yeah. They didn't want you to go, man. What's that say? Uh, no, no. I know. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He left the group. Yes. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Right. Um, uh, a year later, uh, Chuck Humphrey, um, he had a few attempts um, of trying to leave his vehicle um, and failed, um, which they brought up, you know, that they were saying to him, like, what does that say to you? Like, you were trying to leave your vehicle as you say, and it didn't work. Yeah. You know, like, hi. The, the spaceship did, has happening? gone. <laughs> you, they left. You you did miss the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but eventually, um, he, he, he does uh, end his life, leave his vehicle, however you, however you, you want to look at it. it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, this, hmm, what do I want to say? I was a lot more sympathetic to these guys than yes. I thought I was going to be. Yep. Um, I, I definitely understood this the leap that they made. Yep. Um, from you know Christianity to this Heaven's Gate version of their religion. Yeah. Oh, I get it. You know. Um. You know, I'm still just gonna hit me. It, I well, I want to have I. I want to be respectful of the family members. Yeah. Of the Heaven's Gate members. Right. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones who would consider themselves having lost a loved one. Oh, of course. So I don't want to discount their feelings at no. all. I also. I also, I don't know. I just, I guess, I get it. I get, I get why they did what they did. I, I just look at it as, uh, when you fully commit yourself to a religion, a belief system, whatever word you want to insert there, like sure. a sp- where a it can path. take you, right? Um, and. I mean, we see that with a lot of different religions. Um, and, and that's where the line starts blurring between religion and cult and cult to religion. And are they the same? Are they different? What What is the big difference? Um, but on the scheme of if we're going to label them a cult, if we're going to label them a cult, probably one of the most mellow cults. Yeah. Um, they're they're they, celibate. They, they didn't take everybody's money. They, they don't have sex with each they other. They don't have sex. They don't have sex with children. They didn't even want children. Right. <laughs> um, they, like, they like aliens. They like aliens. Uh, like, I, it, 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 wasn't I, a, it wasn't an egotistical maniac, I am the leader, kiss my feet scenario. Right. It was, hey, now, I... I I, I'm I, I the believe new Jesus. I'm on this path. I, I he, yeah, her definitely thought he was the new Jesus. Right. Like like uh, okay, like Jim Jones. Right. Jim Jones wanted believed power. he was God in the way of gaining power, sex, money, control. Right. Marshall Applewhite was I think this is really me. I think he fully 
believed every single word that came out of his mouth that yeah. he was really helping right people along this path and was going to go ride in a spaceship like right i just and it, yeah and if we go all the way back to the beginnings of christianity did they look at jesus like marshall appleway hey guys come with me i can i can heal you we can, we're going to go up I can there. make water out of wine. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, it. I you think can a- you can you can twist the words to make them what you need them to be. Right. I just feel like Marshall Applewhite did it from a place of good intentions. Right. It still ended up in thirty-nine people losing their lives. Yeah. And those family members losing that person. Uh, for the start of it, you know, up to 21 years. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be like, I get it. It's okay that they all killed themselves. No, but I also, there's a part of me that's like, well, they didn't kill themselves. They ascended to the next level. Like, I get it. They went, um, there, there's a line in the Upanishads that I was talking about where it's like, um, just as a caterpillar reaches the end of one branch, it gathers itself up to reach out onto the next branch. Right. Like, the idea that you would gather everything up and then move on. Right. Like, I get it, man. I get it. I get it. Did you join Heaven's Gate? Not yet. But um, according to last podcast, the website is still active. Um... Yeah, I mean, because, you know, when Jonestown happened, right, that was, okay, <laughs> uh, they're coming to get us, and it became a fear-based, we must end this because I don't want to go to prison, right? Um, and I'm going to give my one last oomph of power, and we're all going nanai. Right, and I'm also going to do a shit ton of speed right before I do it. Right. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, call... Religion taking an interesting path. I, I'm comfortable calling Heaven's Gate a spiritual path that took a weird turn. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Okay. We're still going to put it in cults month, though. Cults, 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 Um, Did you enjoy the song at the end of the documentary? Did I? Listen to it. Uh, it was part of the credits, so I'm just assuming you didn't. <laughs> Do you know me yet? Um, one of the dudes that were out on the salt flats with yeah. Sergio, the director, um, with Space Fetus, uh, on the camper. Yes. Yeah. Interesting design to put on your camper. I mean, why not? Uh, one of the guys. Uh, I'm not gonna sing the whole song, but he sings this song just you know at the campfire oh is that what you're trying to sing that's what i was trying to sing to you during your snap but your very religious aunt was in the room and you had to turn it off and i understand that (laughs) yeah 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 um nozo goes um when i wonder who is god i think of ufos if god is even real i don't think anybody knows whether he is in the sky or deep inside of me is a subject for debate along with whether he's a she it is a fantastic song I might have to go back and listen go back, to that. Go back and listen to it. Because there's definitely a line about uh, when I wonder who, uh, when I wonder who is God, I think of UFOs. Jesus wrote a cloud of blood. The Bible tells me so. I guess Buddha wrote an elephant and Krishna changes shape. Did we all start back in Eden or are we descended from an ape? Oh, which is to say an ape-like progenitor. It's a very good song. 
Uh, are you going to like try and make that like your ringtone? Maybe. <laughs> it's the music. Like when you call your phone, it'll play <laughs> that, that music. Bring back toast. Yes. Oh man, you did take it back to 97. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So yeah. Um, definitely check it out. Like I said, it's it's a very old documentary. It's what twenty years old now. Yeah. Um. There's not a drone cam in sight. <laughs> it is all tripod footage. Yeah. Yeah. Go enjoy it. Uh, it makes me want to watch more documentaries about Heaven's Gate. Yes. More, please. Also, go listen to the last podcast. I cannot stress enough. You should really be listening to the last podcast on the left. After you listen to us. Yeah. Or in betweenies. Yeah, Just like listen whatever. to us and them. Yeah. Sure. Um, all right, you ready to get out of here? I guess. All right. All right. Uh, bye. We love you. Bye.